This podcast is a part of the Carbon Almanac Network of Podcasts. Hey, Gen Z Changemakers. This is Generation Carbon, the podcast where kids like you help grownups like us save the planet. Gen Z Changemakers, we'd love you to get involved. If you'd like to submit your super scientific findings in a future episode, we need Gen Z science-minded story reporters on the climate case. Have your grown-ups visit carbonalmanac.org kids to sign up. Today's Science Spark is from our changemakers, Julian from Canberra, Australia, and Erin from Virginia, USA. Did you know that the Argentinosaurus pooped 15 liters of poo at a time? Why did poop stink so much? What is it good for? Whoa, Professor Walrus! What is that smell? Oh, just some poop I've collected. Did you say poop? Oh, yes. A friend gave me a really cool book about poop and how useful it can be. But it really, really stinks. Also, where are we? We're in Haiti, my friend. Haitians really know what they're doing when it comes to making human poo into really amazing soil to grow healthy plants. I thought touching poop could make you sick. That's why I wanted to learn from the best here in Haiti. It takes at least eight whole months to get from the poop mobile to healthy soil. And it's not something you should do on your own because of the bacteria. Poop mobile? Good name, right? Anyway, how do they get rid of all the bacteria? They feed it. All the little microbes eat and eat and eat. And it gets hotter and hotter until all the bacteria that can make us sick die off. I still have lots to learn, and hopefully, our expert can help us understand even more cool facts about poo. Who's with us today? Heather Montgomery. She wrote a really cool book about poop. Maybe she can help with Julian's question about why poop stinks so much and ways it can be good for us. I'm so glad you asked this question because yes, poop stinks. But if you dig in, oh, I don't mean really with your hands dig in, but if you dig into this idea, you can discover something amazing thanks to science. You see, first, we have to understand that every single animal on this planet has to take in energy and nutrients and they also have to get rid of or excrete waste. When we take in energy and nutrients, it's in the form of something yummy that we eat in our mouths and swallow it and it goes down into our stomach and we start to digest it. But if the story ended there, we would be feeling pretty puny because we would not be getting enough energy and nutrients from that food. But thankfully, we get a little help. You see, when the food leaves our stomach and it goes down into our intestines, we're not alone. Nope. We have thousands and thousands, maybe even millions of organisms living in our guts. What? That sounds so creepy. But it's actually cool because those organisms, I'm talking about microscopic things called bacteria, they also have needs. They must take in energy and they do it with our food. 
and they must excrete waste. And they do it by producing gas. And that is how we get back to the story of stink because it's mostly their waste that stinks. It's gases like, well, like methane, which yeah, sometimes could be a greenhouse gas, but it's also a part of the natural cycle. And when they poop, well, when we poop, when they excrete and we poop, wow, you can tell where it is, which seems like a really bad thing, but in nature, that poopy smell can be really helpful. That's one way that animals mark their territory. Yeah, it's also one way that insects protect themselves. What? Yeah, there's a crazy insect that put its stinky poop on its back and it acts like a shield, a backpack worth of doo-doo. No bird wants to bite through that, right? It's also helpful because scientists can use poo to tell if animals are sick. Say you have a pet hedgehog and you want to know if it's sick, they can actually test the stink of its poo and tell how, if it's sick or not. I hope you've learned something new about poo today and had a little fecal fun. Good questions, stay curious. Keep asking. And now for a submission from our super scientific story reporter, Clara from Chattanooga, Tennessee, USA. Our Gen Z changemaker, Clara, investigated poop for us, and she has some really curious findings to report. Hi, I'm Clara Swafford, and I'm here to tell you about how poop can impact the climate. Some scientists are entirely dedicated to researching poop. They're called scatologists. Hey, did you know that humans and the animals they domesticated produce enough poop to fill a million really big swimming pools? That's crazy! Animal and human poop can have a really, really big impact on the environment and the climate. For example, cows and other farm animals like goats produce greenhouse gases like carbon dioxide and methane through farting, burping, eating, and pooping. They contribute a lot to, to um, climate change. Now, humans are a little different. Our poop doesn't contribute as much, but most of what does contribute is found in countries where there are no modern sanitation methods. So people are pooping in waterways, open pits, sewers. The gases in this poop are allowed to escape back up to the atmosphere. However, with modern methods, poop is turned into compost, a useful agricultural fertilizer. And if every country in the world applies this, it could cut our carbon emissions from poop in half. Some scientists use poop to learn about climate change. For example, in the ancient city of Cahokia, scientists have learned about flood, about a lot of floods and warmer temperatures that happened there based on the fossil record and also the poop record, what the amount of poop that's found in the ground or among the lake core. But with more modern-day relevance, scientists can use modern-day poop as well. For example, you know those little squiggly, slimy things you find in your backyard when you dig in the dirt? Those things called earthworms? They can actually have really big impacts on the environment, both bad and good. Some earthworms eat leaves, and then they poop out 
well, poop that allow that is food for microbes and fungi that release those carbon, those carbons and harmful gases. But some earthworms have the opposite effect, and they poop out poop that basically traps the gases from escaping the ground. Thank you very much. situation in 2050, I think that a whole lot more people are going to have access to modern sanitation, like the composting I talked about earlier, as well as toilets instead of using pits, which will which will help decrease our carbon emissions. I also think that by this time, humans will have devised something that we can give to animals that will reduce their emissions, whether that's like a pill, something they can slip into their food, some kind of medicine, a shot. Maybe it'll be like a new kind of vaccine. I'm not sure, but I think there will be something we can give animals that would reduce their carbon emissions or maybe even draw them out, like a device we could use to draw them out and, I don't know, destroy them somehow? Thank you. for poop, right? It is. Wow. I've never talked with a real-life poop before. What an honor. Thanks for talking with me. Usually, people just run away and talk about the smell and don't even try to get to know me. Ooh, I, um, sorry about that. I've really liked learning about how helpful feces like C can be. Thanks for all you do for us, C. Yeah, I've been learning a lot about how important poop is to all of us humans and animals too. It was interesting to learn about the organisms that live in our guts. That's kind of crazy, but also really useful. Next time I accidentally fart around other people, I'll just say it's the invisible organism. Yeah, you do that. People blame us poops for all the stinkiness. But you guys are the ones that keep making it. We are just doing our job. Very true and super useful if we just treat poop right. Just like the Haytans have figured out. I like the way they use it for soil and growing plants. More than the insect that uses it to stop birds from biting them. Can you imagine if knights from way back when used poop instead of armor as protection? Uh. Edie, I think you just figured out world peace. Genius! There's no end to Pope's usefulness. Wow! Thank you very much!
thanks this week to Julian and Erin for the science spark and Clara for her super scientific story reporting and for letting us know what she thinks life in 2050 might look like. We appreciate your poop enthusiasm, Clara. And also thanks to Heather Montgomery, author and educator extraordinaire. To learn more about poop, check out the book Who Gives a Poop? And if you'd like to see Hades Poopmobile in action, check out the show notes. And for more conversations about carbon and how you can help, head over to thecarbonalmanac.org. There are other podcasts in the network for grown-ups and lots of fun resources for Gen C changemakers like you. It's a scary topic, but we've got you covered because together we can make change happen. Be sure to subscribe and we'll see you next time. Until then, let's change the world, changemakers. makers.